0: Welcome to the latest edition of the TetraCast. My name is Zach Reese. I'm your host. It is the March 17, 2018 edition. Uh so we've got a number of guests with us today. First up, we've got Josh Torres. Hi, what's up? Hi, uh we've got James Galizio. Hello. Hello. Uh we've got the return of Adam Reese. Hello. Hello. And finally we've got Kazuma Hashimoto.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: Welcome. Uh, It's great to have you. Uh, It's been a little bit since you were last on the podcast, but it's for a very good reason. And so let's just go ahead and get right into it. Uh, So you... I had the chance to review Yakuza Six: The Son of Life. Uh, that unfortunately got a little bit of a delay here in the West. But you played that particular version. Uh, you got to put up your review well ahead of time. Uh, and regardless of that whole mess happening, I guess it's because they still trust it despite the problems that they had. So yeah, she got to play on a real review copy instead of uh, the air. Demo error. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, people who don't know. It's that uh, uh, Sega accidentally put out the full version of Yakuza 6 instead of just the demo, so people got to it right away. Uh, they did revoke the licenses to that eventually, uh, but I imagine people who have not gone online since they got that are probably still playing the full release. But uh, regardless, um, you seem pretty positive about that. I knew before we went into it, you were feeling kind of like, eh, I don't know so much. It's not that, it's not like the best Yakuza, but you seem still pretty up on it.
1: Mm, well, uh, okay, so, like, regarding Yakuza 6, like, it's not the best Yakuza by far, but I think it's a very satisfying conclusion to Kiryu's storyline, just because of the ending, which I'm not gonna talk about.
0: Yes, please. So go
1: buy the game and play it for yourself, because this series has had a really hard time getting localized, so please, if you're interested, buy it, so you show the developers you want. Have. Okay. So yeah. my let me. Let me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Josh.
0: It. I just want to quickly say at the top is that because um, we we talked about this before the podcast, we're not going to get deep into the stuff because we know it's going to be a long time before people play it. So, uh, just uh, the, we'll say that right away so that you know anyone listening, it's not we're not going to get spoilers and stuff like that because it's already hard enough, I'm sure, for Yakuza fans to be waiting this long for their game that they want to play it. Just like how we treated Persona Five when it came out in Japan. I just want to say that up upfront. Uh, Josh, go ahead, please. Yeah, um, just establishing a baseline where people don't
2: know Yakuza. Right, so of course, sixth entry of the Yakuza series mainline. I mean, they're still well, kind of seventh if you count zero. Yeah, but um, so it's it's been a weird uh, thing for overseas releases, right? Because you know we've had one, two on the PS2, three, four, five on the PS3. And back to zero on ps4 only on uh, in the overseas oh, don't uh, forget dead souls <laughs> uh, that, that's not really counted because it's the, not shooting so yeah that's, that's an au that's an oh AU. i so, know i know, I'm just easy. so but so for like main people who are just barely coming out there i imagine a lot of people going into six are only going to have either zero or and zero in under yeah. their belts so what do you can they get into six with only that experience
1: um so I'm gonna say something unpopular that a lot of people don't agree with. At least a lot of like what PR people say. Um, and I would say no, because unless if you've played like one through five, like you don't have to play zero, but if you play like one through five, like you'll have a better understanding and a better appreciation for the story overall. Like, um, if I hadn't played all of the Yakuza game and I just like started off the meeting, they'd be like, "What? Like, what the actual like fuck is going on? Like, who are these yes. people? Why should I care about them?" And uh, why why did it open that way, you know? Um, so you need to have some knowledge of the games and to have played them, I think. Even though they have this, like, reminisce feature where you can read the synopsis of, like, all the games uh, on the start menu, that really doesn't encapsulate, like, uh, the acting, um, the music, and just the general pacing, like, very well,
0: oh,
2: in I, my I, opinion. I,
0: I, can, I can speak for that because I reviewed Yakuza 5, but, you know, when I started playing the game, I didn't... I mentioned before, before the podcast, that I only played a little bit of 2. I didn't play 3, 4, five, uh, three <laughs> or 4. And so I went straight into 5, and I reviewed that. Still had a great time, but yeah, I was completely lost to the start. I had to look up what happened in the previous games to understand what was happening. That's how difficult it can be. And,
2: and Yakuza 6, of course, not getting to the spoilers of any of the Yakuza's, but it does start off like a few months after 5? or does no, start immediately. Like a, no, immediately. No, like the yeah.
1: final cutscene okay. of 5. It's just okay. full on. Okay. Yeah, right there. It's so, kind of so. like,
2: uh, what was it, Yakuza 4?
3: At least, like, you had this kind of cliffhanger from 3, from what can I remember? I can't remember exactly, but I remember something happening in that game, like, at the end of it, and then 4 is like, well, what happened? (laughs) And then I think that if, unless you had that experience from 3, you can't really go into 4 with, like, a a full, like, head full of, like, uh, imagining what went on.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. because um, almost all of them start from, like, the end of one game to the next. Like, it yeah. Yeah. starts from the ending of two, uh, and uh, one, I mean, two starts off from, like, a, two starts off six months after one, but it starts off with Kiyu having, like, nightmares about the events of Yakuza 1, so you're like, What's, yeah. what happens?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff, well, yeah, a lot of
3: them. bad things
2: happen, you get nightmares. That's, um, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so moving on from, like, what, what do you think, People should be like, you know, going into Yakuza Six, obviously it's kinda like the the there's the final chapter of Kiryu's arc, kinda mm-hmm. all about the legacy of Kiryu and whatnot and his final, you know, mission, uh rather. And so what makes you think there's like kind of like a not really the best Yakuza, not really up to par? I know in Yakuza Six we're now in this new dragon engine and whatnot uh there's gonna be a lot of i know that a big focus of yakuza 6 was seamlessness like when you go into like a grocery shop or any of the shops there's no like loading times and whatnot mm-hmm. and like encountering battles is all very seamless like even though you have these technical upgrades uh what doesn't really make it that much better
1: mm, well okay i like the dragon engine even though it's pretty notorious like even in japanese that people say it's the engine that makes people look ugly like, it's, like, a joke. <laughs> like, that's why, um, when, like, I was talking to some friends, and I was like, oh, maybe, uh, Me 3, you know? They're like, no, 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 we don't want that, we don't want that, because Mine oh, wow. will get ugly, they'll make Mine ugly, <laughs> no, 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 we don't want that. Um, so that was kind of, like, a joke people were having in, like, the Japanese community. Um, and, like, the developers are really aware of that, because they're like, oh, yeah, so much people can look kind of ugly in the, in the Dragon Engine. Um, but I love the way the environments look. Like, I've been posting screenshots on my Twitter, and mm-hmm. the, some people were like, wow, I had no idea these were, like, in-game screenshots. I thought these were photographs of uh, Kabuki. Animal. Yeah, it's a very,
2: very pretty game.
1: Oh, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Sure. Um, there are some holdups with the, like, non-Super HD cutscenes, like, with, with, uh, not the premium cutscenes, but more, like, the ones where you're, like, pressing X to get through them. Uh, the faces look a little stiff and kind of lifeless, but, like, it's it's not a huge issue to me. Um because that kind of stuff doesn't make or break the game for me. Yeah, it's locked to thirty frames per second, but that's real to me. Uh, the collision yeah. can be kind of funny. Like one time, I, I was fighting one of the bosses, and he like punched me in the back of the head, and I didn't have any heat, so I hit the floor and I bounced twice and hit a wall.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So <laughs> Scary. That,
1: that was an experience. I was like, wow, like that. That's a lot. Um, <laughs>
0: Ragdoll, baby. <laughs>
1: Oh, absolutely! The ragdoll uh, physics are crazy. Um, especially uh, when you're like just walking around Camarillo uh, and you fight some thugs, right? And you can run into a store. Uh, and I ran into um, it wasn't Smile Burger, but it was the Beefball Place. And I ran into the door, and the glass completely fucking shattered oh like everywhere. And I was like, "What just happened?" Like it, it's it's really funny though.
2: Is that, Is that a common that, occurrence in uh, Japan? It's just you're just kind of <laughs> running around. A feature, and then... and,
1: and, yeah, I, I touch the glass and Cover <laughs> just shatters everywhere. Just oh shit. Yeah,
3: it's like kinda like uh I've seen like I think I think I saw like some video of that in action. And it just makes me think of other games are like you're just like taking a small step through like, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> It's impressive. Yeah, they had one where someone was walking into the uh Convenience store, the M-Mart.
0: Yeah, that's the one. And they yeah.
1: just, yeah, they just kept walking against the um the stand with all the chips, and everything just exploded off the shelves. Like, nice, we exploded.
2: It's like some physics test or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's awesome.
2: So I in Yakuza Six, there, there's been kind of a I don't know if I, I'd say an upgrade to the balance system because I know in uh I know a lot of people are used to like you know the new uh, the style system from Zero, which kind of carried over into Kawami. But Yakuza 6 seems to go back like an uh, old-school Yakuza with just one base style on Kiryu. What
1: do yeah, you think so, about that? Uh, I like it. Um, I know I've talked about this before, too, uh, in one of our other podcasts, but um, having one style, like, it doesn't bother me, because it's a lot like Yakuza 3 through 5, where you just have, like, style, or even like 2, uh, where you just kind of upgrade, like, your core stats. So for Kiryu, it's, like, strength, defense, agility, HP, and spirit. And, um, and that kind of, like, uh, creates different paths for you to upgrade skills and get, like, your basic lower heat moves and everything. It really is a lot more limited than the previous games. Like, you can tell that there were there were definitely um, time constraints with this game, even regarding that. But I'd say the combat feels really, really solid. And uh, Kiryu's charge attacks are really good. Like, he doesn't have his usual string anymore where he does his, like, four punches and goes into the overhead kick. He has yeah. to, like, stop and charge that now because he's, like, super old. <laughs> so this <well, I'm laughs>
2: dude now. Nice. Uh
1: in Yakuza uh, uh, 6 he's uh forty eight. So he's like now he's like fifty. Like people were like drawing fan art for like his fiftieth birthday and everything was really cute. Aww. Um yeah, they were like, Happy birthday, Kisa like it was really adorable. Um but uh yeah, he's forty eight and like you could really tell because he's definitely not as fast because I've played uh Key Mommy too as well and mm-hmm. the combat is way faster in Kwame 2 cuz he's younger so it's a really noticeable difference kind of uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of neat. did he have to like, uh,
2: take, like any like heat pads or anything to like kind of help him you know settle down feeling the 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 pain of old age is there anything like that
1: oh no 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 you just have like rise instead so <laughs> that's what i was thinking so, about no 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 uh, you can just go to the gym. You can uh, enroll in Rise Up, because they had a uh, real-life cross-promotion with Rise Up. They were like, hey, if you sign up with us, you'll get Kiyu's body in 30 days.
3: Oh, man. So, I don't want an old body.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they <gonna laughs> <age you. laughs> Um, So, like, uh, you can go there, and this and this guy will help you get back into shape. Because uh, Q's like, oh, yeah, you know, I haven't, like, worked out in a while. And he's like, oh, don't worry, Kiyu, so we can help you with that so you do like, like, uh, uh, like
2: gta San andreas or like you can get fat or something though oh, my oh no
1: no 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 this just <laughs> gives you like a huge like boost to stats and everything like, you wow. can get i think like 100 experience points or so depending on how good you like um do your regimen and there's also this uh extra part to it where you like the guy will tell you like hey like i want you to go out and eat something with like a lot of rice and a lot of eggs but you cannot drink alcohol so you oh, have man. to go through Camarocho and, like, find this meal he's talking about and don't drink alcohol with it. Come back to him and he's like, oh, you did a really, like, awesome job, saw I'm like, oh, man, that's a boy. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: so Kenza, uh, so the Kiwami games were after six, so we didn't get, like, the spend money to on your body thing where you're back to experience points?
1: No, no, no. That's um, only unique to Zero and that's. Specifically because Zero takes place in the bubble period in Japan. That actually ties into the history of the country. Uh,
3: okay. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, wondering if, like... I haven't played much of Kiwami 1, so I, I couldn't remember if they did that, too.
1: No, no. Kiwami 1... Uh, just Kiwami. Uh, it's just like the other Yakuza games where you just have to beat up thugs for experience. But in 6, it's much easier because you have Ryze app. And you can take advantage of that really easily and make the game easier for yourself. Because some bosses are just really, really tough to come around.
2: Uh, what has been your favorite, like, because I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's still far out for people. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about this Not, not, not yeah. until, like, April, but what's your favorite, like, new mini game that they added to this?
1: The spear fishing That's so fucking fun. Holy hell. It's like a rail shooter. So, um, you go to Otomitsu, you talk to this guy, you unlock the spearfishing, mm-hmm. and then you uh, go on, like, an on the rail shooter, like, underwater, and you need to hit as many fish as possible. From like reload your spear gun and everything, and at the end you felt like a boss, like I felt like a giant squid and like a great white shark, and I had to QTE <laughs> that great white shark and like punch it in the yes. mouth. Like it was really oh awesome.
2: awesome. Oh my god! awesome, man. That's
1: like a- uh, like that. That's really fun. Like that's I remember
2: the um, what's that called? A Game called Ace of Seafood. That's a, the that's a game that kind of pops into mind when you when you say that. Very good. Dave, hmm. We need we need, more, we need more of these uh fighting like sea creatures kind of. I'm always down for that.
1: Mm-hmm. But that,
2: that. That's cool. I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to playing Yakuza 6, Six again. I played the Japanese version. I didn't understand like super a lot of it because it, a lot of it is very, very like heavily intertwined with the rest of the series that you that you said. Mm-hmm. But it, it you know, I, I think I don't know. I kind of I kind of mixed on it too. But I, I want to check out the uh, English release and see if I if I appreciate more given more content.
0: Yeah. I want to play it for Beat Takeshi because I'm a huge fan of him. Oh,
2: <laughs> so.
1: yeah. oh my god! Okay, so like fun facts, like um, people were really complaining about his performance because he's always like talking through his teeth.
0: Yes, so... <laughs> that's <not> what he <laughs> acts.
1: Yeah, like so, um, everyone was like, ah, oh, yeah, like he really mumbles." Like I had to put on subtitles for like to like uh, hear him speak, like in the Japanese <laughs> oh, players, so like. <sighs> yeah like so it's it's pretty funny like it's just a joke like no one's like really like angry by it but they're just like ah you know he's like mumbles he's such an old man ah like, how annoying you know like that kind of thing
0: that's how they that's how they complain about like ryan Gosling and george clooney is that they have like the mumble mouth is because they don't really act so much as they mumble their lines but you know it's still like worth it to play or watch a movie because they're in it that's what i feel like you know so
1: oh yeah and and beat takeshi is like so iconic to absolutely. that entire genre of, like, Japanese media. So, oh, yeah.
0: yeah and, uh, and, you know, that, that drama that Yakuza it's like he's a perfect fit for that stuff anyway because he's always, like, mm-hmm. in these crime dramas and stuff like that and, you know, old martial uh, arts movies.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, him and uh, Riki Takayuchi from Zero. Oh, like, those two. So Yeah.
0: Deep. I can't wait. Uh, I'm uh, looking forward to it. And uh, what's mm-hmm. the... Uh, I actually don't have it in front of me. What's the uh, official North American release date again? Is that April? Uh, April 17th. 17th. Wow. Yeah, a month from now. Jeez. Okay. Uh, hopefully, a doesn't proper get game again. for old dads at long yeah. last and it was mentioned before I mean we'll just say it right now is that uh, there's this big uh, Yakuza art show going on right now and it, there's a strong possibility that Kiwami 2 is going to be announced for localization and so uh, chances are next week we'll be talking about that so I don't know if, if Kazmi is still around if you want to talk about that then but yeah we'll we'll have to do that um, but yeah, Yakuza 6 the review is up on the site uh, rpgsite.net and so anyone interested in learning more about that uh I, I didn't read all of it cuz I only skimmed it cuz I didn't want to spoil it but um I don't assume you really get into story territory that much do you? Uh
1: in the review? Yeah. Not not at all. No no no.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah. So you pre- people who uh who are, you know, very sensitive to that stuff, you, you think they're pretty good to wa- read that as well?
1: Oh, absolutely. Like okay. it just kind of covers like the end of uh, yakuza 5 and like anything you've seen in a trailer for yakuza 6 but okay. our review has no story spoilers whatsoever
0: all right sweet sweet okay yeah because that's kind of what i like i said i skimmed yours but i didn't want to like you know <laughs> hurt my chances too. so awesome uh so yeah like i said be sure to read that if you want to learn more and uh we'll try to have you on again kazuma to talk about it as we get up to the release uh you know anytime so. in between of course is great too yeah uh, of course Oh, thanks. Uh, so, yeah, moving on to James then. So, uh, aside from more Kirby, because uh, I know you've been playing a lot of it, uh, it looks like you've also yeah. been playing some of that DJ Max Respect game.
4: Yeah, DJ Max Respect came out in English this uh, month. I think it was on the 6th. Yes, it was, like it was last Japan week. in Asia for a few months, I believe it came out in Asia in like last summer. And then Japan, it came out in the fall, something like that. Um, just another rhythm game, not much you can talk about there. Really good deal. 50 bucks has like almost 150 songs, has four button mode, five button mode, six (laughs) button mode, and eight button mode. So each of those aren't necessarily a difficulty. They're just different ways of playing the note charts. And each of those note charts tends to have multiple difficulties for each like button mode. Just lots to do.
2: I've been, really? been kind of interested in like, pulling the trigger on getting it because I'm kind of eyeing it. Because um, I really like the DJ Max games on PSP, but I didn't
4: really Definitely get much exposure to it. after. It. If you like the ones on PSP, get it. This is my first one, but everyone I've talked to that's played the PSP ones, pretty much it has all the songs from DJ Max 1 and 2 on PSP and a few new ones. And they're going to be adding DLC from Technica Tune and the third one on PSP down the road.
2: And you have to unlock the songs, uh, like there's like challenges or missions or there something?
4: Are, there are challenges, but it's kind of like um, remember when you unlocked characters in, like, say, Smash Bros. Melee or something, where yeah. you had the challenges you could do to get them quicker, but also if you did multiplayer matches, like after a certain amount of multiplayer matches, you would unlock the ability mm-hmm. to unlock. Same thing here. If you clear okay. the songs, even if you can't really do the challenges, you'll eventually unlock those uh, note charts.
2: Okay, cool. And the, I don't need like some crazy fancy controller to like, play it properly. Uh, no,
4: it's controller. designed to be able to be played with just two thumbs, <laughs> pretty much. Sweet, I have two
2: thumbs. Awesome. Some of so, us do, anyway.
4: Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, plenty of music, really fun probably the best, well, definitely the best rhythm game on PS4 if you're at all in rhythm games. Oh, like I don't know. Project Diva is pretty it's... good, too. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love that. <laughs> so, uh... Project Diva is good, except... The one problem with it is, ever since I played the arcade cabinet for Future Tone, I can't go back to playing it on PS4. Oh
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I, I actually highly prefer it on the Vita, uh, especially because it was so much easier to play. Uh, getting like those tones, especially with the small real estate. Uh, but yeah, it'll be the best rhythm game until maybe the Persona Dancing games comes out. But we'll, well see. We need that. another DJ Hero. That, that's what we need. That's yeah. Let's the full kit and everything. Oh, that was yeah. really good. Yes, that was pretty good. Uh, you know, those are so, I think those are pretty expensive yeah. as it is. But yeah, DJ Max respect. Uh, um, next
4: awesome. respect there, guy. Amazing. Should I talk about like Kirby Star Allies a bit, or should I talk about Nine in the Woods? Because those are two other games I really played this week.
2: I, I want to hear a little bit more about Kirby Star Allies because I haven't heard much about it but yeah, ever man. since it came out.
4: Okay, so the reviews hit a few days ago, and a lot of people noticed that the reviews were slightly lower than the previous 3DS games, them being Triple Deluxe and Planet Robobot. Um, I don't feel like it's really fair to... Kind of compared the two because they're well, I'm saying the two because Robobot and Triple Deluxe are basically similar ideas for gaming, and then Star Allies is different. The whole thing about Star Allies is that there's more of a focus on having these AI or even actual like multiplayer companions, so you can throw these hearts at enemies and they become an ally, and then you kind of use their abilities to either power up your copy ability or to solve small puzzles and stuff like that um the game itself has less levels than the 3ds games but each of the levels it does have are a bit longer than the ones on 3ds i feel like and uh i don't know a lot of people said it's they feel like it's too easy, but I felt like it was probably just as easy as the 3DS games. Um, they
0: got difficulty levels too, right? Multiple difficulties? So can't no, they, make they it don't. Right?
4: Oh, I thought I thought I saw a saw. of Once you beat like... the game, you unlock the uh, ultimate choice, which is the arena mode where you can fight all the bosses in the game like oh, back to back.
0: Oh, that's what that is. Okay.
4: And it has the kind of standard... Uh, sakurai difficulty scale where it's like you can choose the uh difficulty on a scale of one to i'm not sure if it's quite nine but something like that
0: i remember it being adorable i saw the pictures of him like it's uh, Kirby like pouring like hot sauce onto a uh, onto a meal and like it goes all the way to like it becomes like devilish Kirby it's incredible it's so, yeah, it looks it's, adorable like and i really want to play it
4: it's it's oh, a great oh. game i'm not sure if it's for everyone, if you're a Kirby fan, which uh, after these last few weeks, I definitely, I guess I am one. Hell yeah! Uh, it's it's a great game. I feel like a lot of people have kind of are kind of selling the level design short. Like the level design is a bit more linear than some of the older games, like Adventure or Amazing Mirror. But each level, at least some of the best ones, kind of feel like a ride. It, I guess, a good way to kind of okay. Here's a good. Uh, Good way to kind of explain it is if you've played the newer Donkey Kong games and how each level there isn't really any exploring in it, but there are like small like detours and whatnot, and then it, how the level kind of flows and stuff like that. That's how the game feels um, feels like, I guess.
2: Is uh, so this is like kind of like more multiplayer focus? I know you can have like AI uh, with you. Yeah, it's mu- multiplayer not-
4: focused, but I don't. I feel like a lot of people are saying that you need multiplayer to really enjoy the game. I don't feel feel that way. I didn't play it multiplayer yet. I feel like the AI companions just being there livens up the game just a mm-hmm. little bit. I'll definitely say that the best part about the game is the second half. It feels like the first Okay, the first three worlds are basically a tutorial, or at least, well, the first two and a half worlds. And then the end of, from the ending of World 3 through, en- through World 4, it's just amazing. Don't want to really spoil anything, but mm-hmm. it's uh, a lot of callbacks to previous Kirby games. So that's something the series always does, um, especially, I will say, especially coming from having just finished Superstar, World 4 and Star Allies was very, very uh, interesting.
0: And um, I don't think, this, I don't when, think people we, come to Kirby yeah. for the story anyway. So <laughs>
2: when you're when you're playing with uh you know when you're doing multiplayer with someone else, is it only, only local multiplayer or does only local. online?
4: Okay, all right. That's Nobody cool. Then. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, I will say again, don't want to spoil anything, but there's a bit of a gimmick to the final boss fight that's really really out there for a Kirby game. It's like this is happening in a Kirby game, okay? Kirby pinball. Well, well early uh, Kirby games uh, has that shooter perfect. mode
0: so that's cool. <laughs> so. <laughs> Kirby oh, okay. DJ
3: Max respect.
2: Oh, that, okay, there we go. Now, I mean, now I'm on yeah.
0: board. I'll be totally down for that. So yeah, just more just more Kirby and DJ Max respect. Awesome. Uh, is there anything that you've got coming up that you were going to be playing though?
4: Uh I'm not really sure. It's kind of, we're kind of hitting a slow point in the year where there's not too many games coming out. At, time, least, baby. at least for reviewing RPGs. Yeah, um, like I said a few weeks ago, some friends have been getting into PC gaming and uh, they all bought the Humble Monthly Bundle. Since I told them, well, if you're getting if you just got a PC, that's probably the quickest way to get a good batch of decent games to play through. So I've uh, been playing a bit of God Eater two with them, and I'm gonna probably keep going through it with them.
0: Sweet. All right. Thank you, uh, James. And so, Adam, uh, I know uh, you uh, were trying out that Terra Beta for, I assume... Did you play on the PS4 or the Xbox?
3: I played on the PS4. Um, So it was, like, a little different. I mean, I I joined part of the technical test, which was more, like, closed invite-only. And back then, I... By the time I thought about playing it uh, I like I opened it and it said oh page is over. So this is uh the last week was like the first time I actually got to try it out on consoles. Um it came with the usual trappings of like trying to transfer their interface into a more gamepad friendly one. Like the uh PC version of Terra does have uh somewhat P- uh gamepad support but it doesn't like try to tailor it around a gamepad like you know like a Final Fantasy XIV does. So, like when I got into the game, um, I hadn't played the PC version of Terror for like, I guess, a few years. Like back when, like the Ellen was like being a little bit more focused on was getting like Reaper class and uh, all these other uh, things that they seem to be fixating on that race. That, uh, as some of you may know, the Ellen class is the one that little girls with that are actually really old and, and. uh, Korea and Japan seem to have a fixation on that kind of idea. Yeah. But, um So it's, it was a
0: draw of the game, pretty much for a lot of people. It was yeah, yeah. it's the
3: character designs like that. It's also a, a source of a lot of controversy, as you can tell. News articles written up about that kind of stuff, and yeah. But so uh, I got into the, the game. I um, there was this new intro that I was like, the reason why I was mentioned. I haven't played it for years, is because they apparently like i only found this out by like start, uh checking the pc version later but yeah they changed the introduction like before it was like you just start off in this like um it, like almost like world of warcraft where you like you just start in this one location and you start moving along and taking quests and finishing them and, and uh it wasn't really much of a context for what you were doing besides like an opening introduction and some uh narration uh, but now they have you started on this island uh that's, like, got this huge tree that's, like, almost like a world tree, kind of Yggdrasil, or however you pronounce it. And... Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, what you have to do is, like, oh, I, I first tried uh, the Slayer class, uh, actually, I think it was a Berserker class, The because I felt like, you know, that was, like, one of the uh, classes on PC that worked well with the gamepad, and I thought, like, I don't want to, like, jump into the deep end of the gamepad, uh, how it it feels like on a console so i tried something familiar or something easy on like that can fit all the gamepad buttons and uh it was fine for a while like you know I, I went through different like there was a lot more story going on and uh they'd have you um pretty much uh walk from one place to another they didn't really like it was very very linear and there's tutorial, no real like, basically yeah yeah, it was a tutorial and telling you about all the different things you can do, like telling you, okay, uh, go to this part of your menu and select this and do that and mm-hmm. uh, learn this skill. Uh, the problem with that was that, like, as expected of a beta, there were problems. Like, uh, whenever I went into my inventory, sometimes, like, I think it happened, like, sometimes I felt like it was half the time. Uh, it would be stuck with loading the inventory and to the point where I had to close out of the game entirely and reopen it.
0: So it's so a beta I, basically
3: is <laughs> what I heard. Yeah, the trappings of a beta. So I had to deal with that. Um I also had to deal with um like sometimes when I was talking to a certain NPC, uh I would uh some, the game would like go to that PS4 error screen and crash and like I don't know if like I haven't played the second beta yet, but that was just uh to a certain point I gave up on the game like the beta's on the PC. They like sometimes crash and stuff like that. But with the console version, there was a lot more steps involved getting back to where I was, like opening the game, loading into the main menu, loading into the server selection, loading into the character screen, and then selecting my character and then loading into the game world. Compared to like a PC version, where it's like the launcher is still there, I can click it, and uh, they'll go take me directly to my character. And plus, my PC loads faster, so it was fast. It was nice to do that. But yeah. So after all that, like, um, I got to the first capital city. It was, uh, everything's like the main menu is like the, everything is sorted into like categories of what you can do on the menu. Like you press start and you have this kind of almost like a cross media bar, like PlayStation three
0: kind of thing where it's like, Oh, interesting. That's a weird way to do a menu for a game like that.
3: Yeah. It's not like, uh, the one menu and then you toggle through it. It's just like, okay, this inventory and go down to this and, and, uh, uh, I, I first, like I said, tried a berserker, and then eventually, like, I wanted to try, like, uh, one of the newer classes is a brawler class. At the time, like, uh, for those who don't know, uh, last week, or actually, I think, yeah, during the, a few days ago, they introduced the male brawler class. Like, before, it was like, they were, they're still doing their thing where they concentrate mostly on the female uh Characters like they had the Valkyrie character, and it could be female only. And Ellen gets like Reaper and Gunner, and (laughs) uh, all these different classes that are female only. But this time, they finally introduced like a male-centric class. I mean, it's just the male version of the female brawler, but they finally let males do it. Yeah, and uh, with the gamepad, it was like uh, quite nice. Like, you uh, the controls are a little different between the PC because I tried it after. But like a uh, red trigger, you're just doing all these punches. And then left click is – I mean, the left trigger is both like either you want to counter, which is like their version of blocking, or it like – uh, how do I explain this? Like you do know, with Dynasty Warriors if you do like a certain attack, and then after a while you can press one of the this, uh, this special button, and you do a different attack each number of X presses you
0: do. Yeah uh kind of square down. presses yeah. it was it, was, yeah, it sounds the, like it's very combo based It's what it sounds yeah
3: like. a brawler is like very combo heavy it's like uh like if you time your blocks you get like a perfect defense or if you so i like i didn't have to move out of the way you also get this kind of rage meter you build up and eventually you max it out you can do this kind of strong like multi-hit combo all at once and it's really damaging but yeah um i just want to say like uh did no problem so far with the gamepad when it comes to Terra. I didn't try any of the like, uh, like very niche classes like you know support characters or archer or anything like that. Which I'm guessing like if it's anything like the PC version, uh, when it came to like healing, you'd uh, tar- you have the little targeting circle that you'd uh, bring over to a certain area and you'd like do that. I'm sure that's pretty similar to how it is on the console, but yeah. i would have to check that for it to be sure. But yeah, it. Outside of all the usual trappings of a beta, it was fine. It uh, it has a lot of work to be done to get take care of these issues. I'll have to try the second beta tonight that just started um, on Friday. I guess they needed more uh, people involved and see if they did any better with that. But so far, it's a uh, pretty
2: faithful port of the co- uh, PC version to the console. Did you did play... Plan- my- oh, sorry, God. Do, do they plan on having like any cross server stuff, or can PC PS4 talk to PC, or will it be all just segregated? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I am
4: to
3: i can not tell. Like, they, I don't think I, they they ever said it. They might not, because you know, when it comes to a basic keyboard and gamepad controls, like. There's it probably makes it an unfair advantage for best keyboard when you're doing PVP and stuff, so I wouldn't bet on it. No I don't I I'm pretty exactly sure they, they, it's about. not
0: yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they don't have crossplay. yeah And also it, it, uh,
2: yeah, and also the console versions, will they have like all the whatever Terra got, whether it's like expansions or well, like,
4: or like it, I said, content,
2: uh, uh, whatever was that all rolled into one into console version, or do they plan to roll that out eventually for them too?
3: Well, Terra doesn't uh, have much in the way of uh, paid content as of yet. I mean, most of this stuff has been free so far. Uh, I don't remember if they had any stuff you had to pay for on Terra. They usually just, like, uh, there's obviously a VIP kind of service. You can, If you pay for it, you get, like, certain features and, like, a boost to your character and things like so that. it's kind like, of like
2: Guild Wars 2. It's like a one-time yeah, purchase
3: thing. buy-to-play kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. No,
1: no, it's not. Um, oh. It's it's like a sub. You get a um when you oh. subscribe for like $15 a month, but you don't oh, get okay. a boost. Yeah, you oh, you I, I, I got
3: confused for a second. I, I was like thinking of like a little too far, but yeah, uh, the PC version is like, since I'm a founder, I get that stuff anyway, so I don't have to like founder just because I... Played it right at the start, so I get that stuff anyway. But I wish there, so there was some a, way. There's
2: like a VIP subscription program, yeah,
3: yeah, just okay. a way of like paying to have like some kind of uh, better features, and obviously like uh, Cosmo said, just to uh, have those features like the mount and uh, obviously probably some boosts to your like experience and uh, maybe some other um, in-game items. But I don't know if they're going to do with the beta if they've they have this like little calendar thing, uh, but it's more that. They listed out like how many people playing, how much time put into each feature, and uh, as far as I know, every single like um, thing was hit. Like er- like every single like uh, uh, limit they wanted to put on it, they every they met. Every goal was reached, and so um, if you play in a beta, I'm assuming that you'll get every single item that would have been offered up to the people that are playing. So,
1: oh, you have to reach like a certain level. You know, like, last time it was, like, level 38, and I couldn't even, like, be bothered to get there, so I didn't get the items.
3: like
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
3: Like, my, uh, my, I'm on uh, the PC for top characters a level 30, so, like, it's a warrior because, like, you know, gamepad, I wanted to play with a gamepad, and, uh, yeah. I, uh, it's it, It'd be a lot of work to get to 38. I'm not sure what exactly you have to do on the console version, but, yeah, if it's getting to 38, then... I wouldn't uh, have high hopes for that, considering all the bugs and issues with the
2: game. And you'd have to really stick to it and ignore mm-hmm. all that. How's frame rate performance optimization stuff? So, like, if you go to a crowded town, does it just slow to a crawl, or will it like kind of phase out player characters to kind of keep uh, frame rate consistent? Well, uh, I
3: could, yeah, I can only speak to, as someone who played the PS4 Pro. Like, I, I have that version. I'm not sure how much of a difference that makes, but I didn't seem to notice any kind mm-hmm. of real hiccups in the performance. Maybe, like, uh, when I was flying to the location, I could see a few, like, hitches here and there, but overall, it didn't seem that bad. I, okay. yeah, maybe Kazuma had a little different experience, but as far as i concerned, I think I didn't see much of a difference.
1: Oh, no, there was no difference for me either. Like, it was it was the same. I didn't have any of the technical hitches you had. Yeah. Um, I just had a hell of a time logging in. Like, I had to quit the application, <laughs> like, Five times and try to reload, like the process restart my console because it was like, "Well, try and restart your console to log in." And, it- and then you
2: have to boot into the it- BIOS, go into safe mode, and then
1: that's what it felt like. No, it took me like I think two and a half hours to log in and make a character. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you can tell I either really like Terra or I really like torturing myself. So a little,
3: uh, little calm A, a little calm B.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh,
3: so yeah, that uh, pretty much the beta experience. Uh, bumpy road. But if everything's smoothed out, you should have a pretty similar experience as it is on the PC, um, except for, yeah, obviously tailored to gamepads.
2: Yeah. And then you have it listed here that they're playing a Tails game?
3: Yeah, uh, I I was trying the PlayStation Now service, uh, like, because I wanted, I saw that they added all the Yakuza games, and I said, you know, I need to get back to that. And I know I had problems with PlayStation Down in the past, especially my connection dropping, even if I have Ethernet plugged in. But I was like, Maybe I can... Maybe it works this time. Maybe they worked something out. And, <laughs> but, uh, but when I look... Yeah. Silly me. Uh, so I looked all, all around, and apparently since Yakuza 3 wasn't a digital game, it never got a digital release, it's not offered on PlayStation now. So if anyone plans to, like, you know, try that out to get up to speed on 6, uh, you'd have to either watch somebody play Yakuza 3, or you'd have to, like... Uh, take out your PlayStation 3 and plug it in and plan to play it that way, which is what I did. I uh, found my PlayStation 3, I plugged it in, and I was like, there's all these games on, that are not on PlayStation Now. Like None of the Tales games except for, uh, what was it? Um, what are the recent ones? Z- uh, Zesteria. Oh. Yeah, Zesteria. Okay. Zesteria. Uh That one's on PlayStation Now, but other than that, none of them. So I was like, what are the games I haven't played that, like, I wanted to play like uh go back and play all these games that like i f- I finally got like uh on PlayStation now in regards to that, I finally got Nino Kuni to work by uh apparently if you turn off hardware acceleration, like my connection boosted significantly. I don't know if that's just a fluke. Like uh if I was just having problems before and now it just happened not to have any problems this time. But when I got in there I didn't notice a difference in quality much except for, you know, like maybe some slow down from time to time because of the service. But yeah. So when I opened my PlayStation three, I was like, I went into my cabinet and I looked at all the games and I was like, you know, what? I'd never beaten, like I can't, I was going to play like Zillia because I'd never got that far in it. And, but I was like, I've never beaten Grace's F. And I feel like I have, I like, I kind of like that game. Like some people don't like it, but I like the story and the characters and uh, some of the voice acting and things like, so I decided to plug that back in. I haven't gotten back to where I was when I was playing before because I had to uh, delete some stuff off my heart of my PlayStation 3 to I was planning on selling it. So but uh, this so uh, when I I'm getting pretty close to where I was before, but yeah, just blame PlayStation now. I'm not playing PlayStation 3. Yes,
2: that's the real
0: answer. At least yeah, Tales of has got a good combat system. So that helps it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I, I like Grace's... Uh, Backflips uh, for days. That's <laughs> remember from that game. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's, it's I, I didn't, really I didn't, like, like, I didn't like, like anything else from it except its combat system. That's yeah, how I. that like like kind of reminds true, me of like Secret
3: thought. of Monda ish where you're like, you like you can't keep attacking because you'll slow down and like you'll your bounce your attacks will bounce off. You have to like guard and wait, and then suddenly your attacks can penetrate armor and stuff and guards and stuff like that. So. It's kind of a unique system. I don't think any other Tales game tried that. Uh, I'm sure there's probably a good reason for that, considering how different it is. But it seemed fine to me.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, uh, just like Josh. That was like pretty much the only thing I really liked about Tales of Graces, except for some of the characters. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I just saw, when
2: I always think of that game, I always think about that dumb flashback scene of them carving into that tree. Uh, yeah. And the uh,
0: fact fuck. that the the kids are better voice actors than the adults. <laughs> that's also, yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. That's, I, I understand. I
3: do better. like how I do like the. Uh, combat style of the main character though. I like that kind of uh, sheathed unsheathed combat style. I forget what it's called, but it's like doe or whatever it is. And like, uh, yeah, I'm sure like in Vestbury, he kind of does that. But yeah. it's like you uh, attack with the scabbard on, and then you can unsheath it and do a lot more damage. But you're um opening yourself up to a lot more damage, that kind of stuff. It so cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the thing you're you uh like uh. Kind of like a *Rurouni Kenshin* or something, where you like grow up thinking like, "I'm gonna fight with just the scabbard," and then I'm gonna, everyone's gonna be so freaked out when I unsheath my sword for the first time and so long. Life is that's like an, an
0: anime, uh, is what yeah. I've heard about that. So it tells us like an anime. Huh? Oh my yeah. god! It's Friendship funny because that, that's how they get them out so quickly. Is because they don't have to worry about that stuff. They just make it an anime, which is like they churn that shit out all the time. Uh, an anime. So, Josh uh i know mm-hmm. that uh yeah yeah so uh you've been playing some of that new burnout paradise game um yeah uh, I've been, I, was, I was surprised out of nowhere it was kind of suddenly announced um and it's probably one of the best racing games ever made so uh it, sure. how does the how faithful is the remaster
2: it feels like exactly how i remembered it 10 years ago i i booted up my ps3 to see like there I, I was like 100 sure that i got the platinum on it but i had to make sure and yeah it's uh, october of 2008 i got the platinum for the base game i, I remember i kind of checked out a little after the the bikes dlc so yeah, for that paradise master uh it's kind of a, a nice neat all-in-one package of all the all the dlc like the back to the future car the big surf island and all the toy cars and yeah the toy cars uh all for 40 bucks and i was like you know i i want to go back and see if like this is exactly how i remembered it i kind of I'm itching for a, a good arcade racer, and the only ones that can really get close to the Forza Horizon, but never managed to quite scratch that Burnout Paradise itch.
3: Yeah, I think the last one was like Need for Speed Most Wanted or Hot Pursuit, even like those games like uh, were really good, but after a while, like they started becoming more simish and, yeah. and started to, like. Uh, like the the second most wanted, like well, not the second, but the like remake of most wanted didn't have the camp feel of the first one, and
2: yeah, lots, because a lot uh, of its soul. Burnout Paradise is very much an arcade racer. A lot of like all these cars and vehicles, kind of they they, op- they operate like toys. They go really fucking fast. And, like a, a lot of games, uh, really can't match up to the feel of like speed that uh, Burnout Paradise uh had back in the day. You had the You know, your NOS, you kind of zipping through streets. And a lot of it was like learning Paradise City itself. It was one of the early, you know, games that really emphasized and made a commitment to seamlessness, is Seamless World. So uh, there are very, uh, you don't have to like go into like a menu often. Like, say if you want to join an online match, you just go flip to the D pad in real time, and then it'll like match you up to a server without actually taking you out through a menu itself. It's all like as the game is still moving, so that that still all works. And of course, the servers are lively now again uh, to do the free burn challenges, and it's it feels good. It feels good to be back. um It's very smooth. It looks sharp. um They didn't do too much with the uh, with the visuals. Uh, i've seen like some
3: like i've seen some uh articles like digital foundry did an article about it where it's like uh it's not just a port apparently like they've done like they've gone back and done a lot of like uh once overs with all the like the visuals like you can see like in the concrete and all that like, you can see it's some kind of up or at least hmm. remastering
2: of texture. they are definitely enhancements, but, but it's not like a whole visual, new yeah, visual yeah. look. It, it's, no, it's, it's not like, it's not
3: it's like it's not cartoony now or
2: something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the, the, a lot of the weird licensing things that they did back in the day are now, out, like the, the billboards are just standard Burnout Paradise remastered images instead of, like, cycling ads through them back in the day. There's no Obama uh, campaign ad. Or yeah. Like that. That was, so, yeah, um that it still feels good you know uh getting to into the races especially uh doing the uh, the takedown challenges and uh yeah. kind of uh chasing down cars that you you've unlocked it feels really nice you still get that satisfying slow-mo crumple when you're about to go into a big crash I wish uh, it was a
3: way to turn that off sometimes, I guess, because I keep doing that. I keep crashing. It's yeah, like, it's, I get it's it, a, it. I get it. I'm going to, I, I lost. One
2: weird, it's one of those weird physics things uh, that uh, is in the original Burnout Paradise where even the, sometimes you're just like kind of sliding into like a car that you're passing by. Sometimes it'll count that as a crash. And it's like, oh, okay. You're just going to do that to me. Uh, so yeah, it's, like, it's cool. like
3: Or it's like the drive away kind of sequence. Yeah. Or like, did I did I wreck? Did I wreck? Did I wreck?
2: Okay. okay. why the slow mo? <laughs> because it just it it looks nice. It loves you know, it. It loves it, it so much. It, it uh it you know it's and it's good that it, from what I from what I can tell I didn't do a side by side comparison but they got you know the original soundtrack back you still have you know, yep. Yep. From that, everything again. yeah but it's it's awesome it feels good uh, it's exactly what I needed right now um, yeah I, I just kind of picked it up on a whim and uh, loving it all, all over again uh, it's weird to think that it's been ten years since the original one. Fuck Make me, feel old. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, <sighs> I've uh, I kind of, uh, for some reason, uh, I kind of fired up my PS2. I I was checking out some old memory cards, and I I totally forgot that um, ba- EA used to uh, distribute. I don't know if it was EA, the original Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, um, Lucas Arts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they distributed like online patches uh, for the PS2 version of that game that was all because I have a network adapter I still hooked up to my old fat PS2 um and I was like what the hell did they even do like I forgot that they that, that took up like a whole memory card slot for a battlefront patch I was kind of looking at it I, I had the weird urge to just kind of see if the battlefront one PS2 servers were still alive so I hooked up an ethernet core to a net PS2 network adapter uh, this week um, uh, it was uh, it was kind of wild just seeing um, how retro-fitted all the menus were uh, for that. Like, seeing, like, oh, the network ad- uh, adapter with the Adelphia. Uh, uh, just seeing those again and trying to hook up, uh, hook up to those servers. Obviously, it didn't work. It was just kind of a weird nostalgic thing. It's like, wow, we've been, it's been a long time since this kind of online infrastructure got work. And, wow. uh, yeah, uh, and I kind of went back and did a little bit of
0: Shinobi. Uh, played a few stages of that seeing...
2: I, I don't know. Shinobi. I just, I just, uh, oh, yeah, that Shinobi.
0: Was, that game was hard as hell, but at the same time it was so satisfying when you were able to do yeah. it. And you look such like such a badass. I remember that I got to the point Where I fought like a blind swordsman and I could not Mm -hmm. get past that part. It was such a challenging one because you had to learn to dive between all the little robots in order to build up your combo. Because the higher your combo, the more damage you dealt. And then you're supposed to complete the combo by darting back down to the samurai uh, on the ground in this little narrow uh, corridor. Uh, like a little like like a hallway really and you had to finish it off by attacking him but like he kept hitting me at the right spot that i lost my combo uh, entirely it was such yeah, a challenging game it, but it was fun it, it,
2: yeah shinobi was uh, like the not not the old ass one like the ps2 reboot one uh um, yeah, yeah. what well, was uh it was a, a unique game because not only was it you know it it's infamous for its challenging uh difficulty due to like the quite frankly, terrible camera.
0: Oh, and it's shit. We, we, <laughs> we, yeah, forgiving.
2: there's a lot of narrow, narrow, narrow hallways that you uh, go down, and then there's weird uh, platforming segments that the camera. Oh yeah, like the elevator sequence.
0: Oh yeah, and
2: then plus, plus the like inverted cam- uh, camera controls were forced on you. There's no way to toggle that in it. Um, it, it was a whole bundle of weird ass shit. But it, the the way kind of d- did um, cinematic uh, action like anytime you went into an encounter you had like these uh like japanese like orbs like conjugate orbs that would uh like signify how many enemies they're going up against and then so a lot of it was kind of like uh chaining gills together to get like a uh like a weird cinematic dramatic camera finish so like these four enemy ninjas go up to you you see those orbs you they die within like 2 to 3 hits so it yeah. doesn't take much um but the ai is very sporadic in that game where they could be total pushovers or they could be fucking crazy and just reading your your inputs so there was like no in between there but if you were able to kill all of them without getting a hit it would do like this weird um cinematic pan uh like kind of uh do kind of pushing down the screen uh and getting like a zoom in of like your character sheathing his blade <laughs> it was like so fucking cool as they all like die in that sequence it, it was it was awesome and then and then just kind of the absurdity of all the events like in the very first level like the the your boss the boss that you're going up against is a fucking helicopter a yeah. helicopter like an apache it's like it's like shooting missiles at you all you have is a fucking shurikens and a sword
0: it was pretty badass and all the while like i love the badass. teleport system it's so much fun
2: yes and the 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 little after images you you leave as you like dart around and, and and like just remembering the weird limitations like you have a double jump and a dash you could you can do a dash but only one dash in the air per per double jump it was it, it's kind of, it's really it was really really like just amazing to go back to it i i, I kind of I don't know if that's, like, offered on the uh, digital PSN store or, for, or whatnot. I don't know what status for that is. Uh, It was weird. I was able to, like, convince someone to, like, yeah, should I get it? Like, if you really like, you know, if you're a fan of, like, character action games these days, I think this would be really up your alley, yes. especially since, like, you know, people have been kind of forged somehow through Demon's Souls and Dark Souls, like, kind of being more open to, like, more difficult games that aren't necessarily like guiding you for the first five hours of like here's how you play the game here's how exactly every single system works in this game it's like no they're they're really more open to the idea now of like just being thrown into this world that hey you figure it you figure it out we'll <laughs> tell you a little bit of like how to you attack but other other than that good luck we're counting on you yeah <laughs> you know it's definitely uh, left
0: on your own devices and that's what's mm-hmm. kind of fun about it
2: yeah, so it was cool going back there. that. But other than that, I, then, I haven't really uh, dabbled too many other new releases. I might be... I, I'm kind of looking at this, uh, this synthetic uh, indie game that just came out. It looks like kind an isometric uh, action game, but I might check that out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, but other than that, all I'm waiting for uh, Nino Kuni
0: 2 uh, next week. That's a good transition because that's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, the preview for Nino Kuni 2 uh, went up... Uh, Uh, was it Monday? And so I can pretty much talk about everything up until Chapter 6, or I should say Chapter 5, in fact. I'm looking at the embargo right now, so I can talk about it and offer up my impressions. This game is pretty good um, (laughs) so far. Uh, I haven't beaten it yet, uh, thankfully, uh, which is all right because I've I've got some time here. I'm near the end, though, uh, so I do fully intend to beat the game before I actually share my review of it, which I do for all my reviews, of course, uh, just letting people know. Uh, the game doesn't feel as long as the original Nino Kuni, which I think will be a good thing for some people. Uh, but just generally speaking, I've been having a good time with pretty much everything that this game has to offer. Uh, from the, the visuals, of course, are great. The voice acting so, uh, so far has been pretty good. Uh, the combat is much improved upon the original. Uh, it's definitely much different here. I can't render any final judgment, of course, until I beat it. Uh, And, you know, there's still some issues that I can see people having with this game. So, I don't know if you guys uh, have any uh, questions about it, but... Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so I actually, like, fired up the first Nino Kuni a few days ago, trying to remember how the battle system went. And that was a weird kind of, like, turn-based at the very beginning, and then you kind of choose, like, each character had a like this, there are three Pokemon or familiars with them, Yeah, <laughs> and there's this whole familiar breeding system, but once you actually took control of either the character or their familiars, it would uh, transition into a real-time kind of state where you can move around and then issue commands to either the character or familiar that you chose, and then they'll do it, but then at any time you can switch to another character or familiar, and so it wasn't, it was like kind of a, a more semi-real-time over turn-based, but it, it was kind of, the flow of battle was very weird, kind of drawn out at times yeah i know i i played Nino kuni 2 a little bit at uh e3 and that's more of a transition at uh like real-time action how does that uh feel now compared to like the the previous one
0: well it's a lot different for one thing you don't spend pretty much any time ordering commands or anything like that. Actually, there isn't any way that I can see you can actually order your own party. Uh, you can switch between them at any time. You just hit, I think, up on the D-pad, and you swap between all your party members, the three of them, uh, that you can have up to uh, with you in combat. You'll get more than three of course that you can... But uh, they got rid of
2: familiars, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So instead they've got what's called higgledies, uh, which kind of do the same thing that a lot of the the, the familiars, uh, familiars did and that they've got different skills that they can use like some of them uh can you know heal up your party uh they can uh attack the enemy from afar they can use like this giant like for example like these purple ones have are uh, have the dark elements they're all based on elements and so this like the the dark uh ones have like this giant like Psychic ball, <laughs> just kind of nuts that that okay. what it can do. Some of them it can even turn into a cannon and fire cannonballs at the enemy. Uh, so there's some kind of you know slaps of humor there with some of that stuff too. Uh, but a lot of that is mostly just running over to where they're at whenever they have like this little um, circle. Uh, like you have to activate by just you know. For me, I'm playing on the PS4 because it's also coming to PC. Uh, so I just, you know, hit the X button when it, when they're, when I'm over them and they just like do those abilities that I just mentioned. Yeah, they're like outside pink of
2: they kind of together. To yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But outside of that, you know, they're attacking, you know, they're not like sure. just doing nothing while you're just hanging around okay. while they're hanging around. So sometimes they're sending off like projectiles, uh, uh, the, uh, ones that can heal you. They, they're, you know, healing you every now and then there's no, I don't know if there's any sort of, um. Uh, timing or anything like that. They just kind of do it when they notice a uh, party member's low on health, which is pretty nice to have. And they can heal for quite a lot. Uh, like sometimes I get like a full health sometimes, and I'm not even at the point of the game that I feel like that would be really necessary. Uh, so i mean i will say that the biggest bummer about that is that they don't really have any personality uh they all make the same noises and stuff like that the only difference is that their design is slightly different i mean they're all sprites but their color and their shape is a little bit different from each other that's it i'm sorry none of them are no puss in boots no and that's the biggest bummer right puss in boots uh I miss that guy, uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, they, they all serve the same purpose. So yeah, they, they're kind of like they're just slate. You know, they they can be anything uh, pretty much. So that's a real bummer. I think uh, it won't hurt my review really uh, or my final impressions. I don't think because that's like okay. Uh, I I miss them, but at the same time, the combat's so much better uh, because I don't really have to focus on um, you know micromanaging a lot of them or ordering them around. Like at a certain point in that game in the original it's that. You're just using Oliver most of the time and using his like high-powered spells. You're not even really using your familiars much at all. Uh, at some point, because he's so overpowered, uh, as you get into like the the later end of the game. Uh, here, it's it's a lot of like it's kind of like a Tales game almost. Speaking of which. Uh, you're just running around, uh, attacking enemies, mashing with the square, or switching over to the triangle for the heart attacks, uh, and then every so often you're using your magical abilities that you can you can throw in for good measure, and of course with the Higgledies, so there's a little bit of a, a strategy to it, um, but you know, for the most part, it's just... Uh, whacking away at the enemy until they're dead uh, so you know I think that some people might have issue with how mashy it feels like uh, you know uh, Josh you mentioned you play the demo so uh, they did make like, these challenges that you'd be fi- fighting some bosses at some point and I know Andrea also covered the game uh, and she had the same complaint where it's like you you know you're stronger than the boss uh, and now it's just kind of wailing away at it until it's gigantic health bar goes down until it's dead because you're not really having much difficulty with it um, I'm sure that um, uh, there'll be a spike though later on.
1: So I don't want to interrupt or anything, but they oh. just announced uh, Kiwami Two.
0: Ah, uh, see, that's we yeah. kind of figured that would happen. Did they announce any? August,
1: like... uh, yeah, August twenty-eighth.
0: Oh, so just oh. like the original Kiwami, oh. one year later. Nice, nice. Cool. I and I know you played kwami Two, so how's the, this I, is I, like... PS4 only? I
1: think yes, PS4 mm. only.
0: Okay, it's
4: using the Accuser Six engine,
0: right?
1: yeah dragon the engine Dragon
0: Engine, yeah is the mobile game using the dragon engine too
1: oh no it's literally just like a gacha pong game
0: oh okay so, i thought it, like yeah, scaled it, or something it, oh. no
1: no no it's like a it's a visual like uh like motion graphic
0: oh okay well that's that's totally different i for, and for some reason in my head i thought it would just be like a straight-up like mobile version of like a, like kind of like kind of the Final fantasy uh what's what was that crazy Final Fantasy phone game that came out like a couple years ago. I'm totally blanking on its name right now. It's the one that's like Mobius. A
1: term... Yes. Mobius.
0: Mobius. Thank you. No, no,
1: no. graphics. No, it's like a, sort of like a small visual novel. It gives you a prequel <sighs> to Ichiban's story. Man. So,
0: If only they did something similar to like Metagross and like a card based Yakuza game. That'd be pretty sweet. I'd play that. But yeah. if it's just a gacha but You
1: do game. have like the, you have the player cards, like you pull the player oh. cards, and put them in your team and then you, yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, when that game comes out, I'll give it a try. And Kwame 2, that's awesome that it got announced, uh, Localization Didn't it come out, like, in December in Japan?
1: It came, yeah, it came out on December the 7th, which is when the, the event actually took place in the game.
0: Oh, so yeah, wow. it came
1: out. Yeah, it came out the day. Yeah, the game took place. That's so.
0: pretty awesome. Like, if you obviously picked it up at that day, that that's really cool. I, I like that idea that it's not like far-flung future crap. It's like in the here and now. I mean, the yeah, obviously it doesn't really need to be that kind of serious, but I know, like if, for example, like XCOM was the same way. Like, it's like oh, it's two thousand five, you know, or whatever, like two thousand ten. It's not trying to be something crazy. Uh, but that's Gosh, kind a pretty of cool feature.
4: Kind of crazy how quickly Quami Two is coming out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're more serious about that clearly, and they know how big the West has made the series. Uh, but getting back, uh, um, well, of course, we'll talk about Kwame too probably next week. But like getting back to Nino Kuni too, um, yeah, like I said, it's been kind of crazy, and there's a lot of systems, which is cool. Uh, it doesn't feel as limited in scope which is kind of funny to say about no Kuni the original because it felt like uh, a throwback in this case it's got a lot of features to it that i wasn't really expecting so much um uh, so like aside from the fact that you're you know evan uh a boy king that uh events happen and then suddenly you're you're forced out of your kingdom and you have to find your own nation uh to kind of rebuild yourself and go after uh the power the evil out there um it's, it's it's kind of fascinating so far because they've got like this whole kingdom building aspect to it that's kind of like suikoden uh, in, in a way, which is pretty neat. So like I'm, I'm actually playing the game right now off to the side uh, just so I can have something as a reference. But there's a lot of stuff you can do. You like you build facilities, you find uh, you re- find and recruit uh, citizens to come work with you. So they're all out scattered all over the world that you kind of meet. It's you're not finding like 108 stars or whatever, but. Um, you're finding citizens. You're assigning them to facilities. The the citizens themselves level up as you apply them. You have research that has tangible benefits to you, not only uh, in the in the kingdom itself, but like out in the world. You can like one of the research things is like literally like, run faster in the overworld map, which is pretty neat. Uh, and also, you know, getting more stuff from battles, uh, rewards from uh, from. Uh, uh, uh winning in those battles so that, that's that been pretty fascinating as well and and like the skirmishes so you go out and you fight battles to protect your kingdom or, or try to like defeat enemies to threaten it uh and all the while it's kind of like little king story in that you're kind of like moving your troops around and throwing them at the enemy and using abilities to uh take him down and there's like this whole of the currency for building up your troops uh, so there's, there's, there's just a lot going on, and the maps themselves are bigger uh, than they were before. I'm not going to say like they're you know staggering or anything like that, but they're definitely more vertical uh, than they were before. Uh, there's a lot more places to explore uh, and and secret areas to unlock, and it's it's hitting all the right notes as far as people seeking like that nostalgia factor to it, uh, but also plenty of modern elements as well to keep people interested that are you know totally behoving to that uh, aspect of it. So, uh for what it's worth, like I said I'm having a pretty good time. I'll have my review up in a few days, but yeah, just just so people know, so far, definitely living up to the hype, uh which I'm, I'm Ooh, happy to. Awesome. Play. Yeah, um right, so? I'm,
2: I'm excited to finally get my hands on it.
0: Yes. And the like, uh, and characters are super charming. It's uh, the voice acting's great so far, like and there's no weak voice actors. And they're all English, which is great. <laughs> also cool. Uh, it definitely <laughs> fits the mood of the story. Like uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for that stuff. You know, uh, the uh, using. Uh, I'm not just uh, speaking of like English speakers. I'm talking about like you know from old Britain kind of style to it. Like some, there's even some Irish and Scottish voice acting I can hear in there too. Um, the only downside for that is that there's not a lot of it. Uh, a lot of voice acting, really. Uh, even I think even less than the first game. But it was kind of like a trade off. It's that do you want a lot of voice acting or do you want more? script uh because you know they'd have to balance that stuff out uh for the cost of it all and there's definitely a lot of script here a lot of like flavor text a lot of discussions a lot of people to talk to who all have interesting things to say the localization has been pretty damn solid so far like every every character has their own personality that comes through with the text which is important when there's not a lot of voice acting uh there is um actually i i need to confirm that i'm pretty sure yeah there's like a english and japanese uh voice for this stuff but i've been only playing it in english yeah there is uh i just looked at it right now i'm actually probably going to test to see if there's any more japanese versus english voice acting but i'm pretty sure it's probably just you know one-to-one uh for the most part because that would be some extra work that i'm sure they would need to care for uh but yeah uh playing in english having a great time i'll have more next week when when i got my review up because that game is out next friday so. Right. Oh, yeah, there's a Friday release. Yeah, it's weird. It's only PS4 and PC. It's not like a weird Nintendo thing. But yeah, it's a Friday release. Uh, but yeah, people who have their pre-orders, I would keep them because uh, it's, it's it's fun so far. So let's get into the news. Uh, so yeah, let, let's lead off with uh, kind of an interesting talking about localizations. Um, XE uh, teased a while back uh, that they would have some new games to announce for localization and uh, yesterday, Friday, they had their stream where they announced that Ease Memories of Celceta will be coming to PC in the West this summer. Now, from what I know, uh, there was, of course, the release in China, and there were fans who, of course, applied the uh, Vita translation to that release and, try- and just, you know, try to be okay with it. Apparently, the Chinese release was buggy as hell. Uh, I think Josh, you yeah. know, maybe James. Yeah, James, actually, let's have you talk about this a little bit.
4: Okay, so the thing about the Chinese PC release is that, originally, it was actually capped at 30 FPS. I'm Oof. not sure if the Vita <laughs> game was capped at 30. I want to no. say there was even had, like, a lot of frame rate drops. And it also, the, uh, PC version that we had, the Chinese version had a lot of other issues. Like, um, the graphics weren't exactly the same as the Vita version. Like, I guess it's a blessing and curse because the Vita version had a pretty nasty case of bloom and all sorts of like filters and whatnot that just kind of got in the way of things. But the <laughs> PC version just didn't really have any of that. So.
0: That's good. That's good to hear. So, uh, and this and this is just on your schedule for a summer release, right? I think that's what they said. Well, no, no, yeah, no I'm saying
4: there, the though. the Joyland version had been No,
0: no, I'm bad. talking about the this release though.
4: Yeah, this release will definitely be better. There was a 60 FPS patch for the previous PC version, but it had a lot of issues with crashing and saves not working and stuff like that. So.
2: Yeah, this one, see they they said you know it's obviously gonna have uh, enhanced visuals, uh, support for unlocked frame rates, proper mouse support. You know, the goods. Uh, unlocked the, frame the rate, video. like you go like straight up two hundred yeah. frames if you wanna like, do they said that they
4: tested that to one hundred and forty four FPS. So. Jesus Christ.
0: That's Falcon. I mean that uh, that'd be insane. Considering I mean some people had some issue with the pacing of that game. That that's like turbo mode on always would be kinda nuts. That'd be so much fun. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved I love Salsada, so I'm happy to see like we're getting the PC release as well. I'm looking forward to playing that version. But yeah, it's coming to PC this summer. Uh, so that would be
2: all the. So this marks like all the modern like releases of these yeah. games, and then to like for yeah.
0: Eight. Yeah. except for Eze. Well, yeah, that will be. It'll probably yeah, be out come this come fall. First. Yeah, I. it's going to be really out in next day, month, night. right? Like, 8 uh, might be out. Uh, we talked about this last week. It might be out next month for PC, right? Yeah. Then they also said
4: that they were going to have like some more information about the 8 PC version this week, and it's already Saturday, and they haven't said anything. Hey
0: hey man, the week's not over. There's still Uh, Saturday night, baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to hold my breath. Well, considering
4: I've been working on an article with NIS America, like some stuff, like a bunch of different companies, like an LE article behind the scenes, and they said that they aren't going to be able to get. Uh, questions back until after GDC I kind of doubt they have anything to say <laughs> right now
0: yeah I think it's uh, you know their noses are down to work on that stuff because they can't screw this up anymore but yeah uh, uh, who knows maybe it'll be like same day it'd be kind of silly having XC in East America both trying to outdo each other but we'll see uh, but the next piece of news uh, gets into something a little more crazy. Uh, so Little Witch Academia, Chamber of Times so that was announced uh, last year, um, and we didn't hear much about it. All Bandai Namco said it would be that it would be coming sometime early uh, 2018. Of course, it's 2018. Uh, Josh, I know you and I both had a chance to play it um, over during Anime Expo. Yeah, that was. You're right.
2: There was like a, a whole English like demo in front of us at Anime Expo. Yeah, I don't uh, know.
0: I wasn't feeling too crazy about it at the time. I mean, I recently finally got around to watching the show itself, and I loved all of it. Uh, but so I'm more excited about it now than I was before. But apparently, there was a lot of craziness going around on this on this uh, announcement for the dates.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, because uh, a few a few weeks back, we put up an article saying, "Hey, there must been a little slip up here from the German PlayStation blog." that uh, they listed it uh, sometime on either February or March, and we didn't know that. That was just like, a, oh, they kind of let it out a little bit early. And then it's like, no, that's not the case. And then I, uh, in some magazines, people saw an ad for Little Witch Academia saying March 2018. It's like, oh, okay. And then so March is almost over. And then, and then I know in Bandai Namco's uh, Twitter account – they're like, oh yeah, don't worry, we're, we're going to have more news for you. Stay tuned. That was like two to three weeks ago, and it's like they've been they've been kind of radio silent on and off on like this whole localization for this game. So finally, at long last, uh, they announced uh, a solid release date uh, for Little Witch Academia: Chamber of Time coming on May 15 for PS4 and PC. That seems like a little late to America, uh, but it did, I mean. The only, the only time they ever put a, like an actual release date out there for the public was spring 2018, so it's still kind of there, but at the same time, it, I feel like it just kind of missed that golden window of like February to March where everything was kind of still laying low. And I don't know. That's kind of weird. But the, hey, at least we finally got news that'll be up. Uh, but once again, PS4 and PC both will be released the same day. Hopefully, that'll be the end. There'll be no delays, and everyone's happy. Hopefully,
0: yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful for it because it's you know uh, being a fan of like the Dragon's Crown games, coming hopeful for that. um And if I'm not mistaken, isn't that like the same day as Strange Journey Redux? And so like we've got I, I, like this weird it's May's getting kind of popular now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know the release date of Strange Journey Redux. I think the it's a, of, I, think I think it's on the I, 15th. I
0: think I think Dragon's Crown Pro is around there. Dragon's Crown I Pro, I think, isn't that also, like, the same day, if I'm not mistaken? I'm going to look this up because I'm going to... Yeah. I, I know, I, I'm pretty sure Strange Journey is also there, because I remember it being, like, the middle of May. That's the, from what I remember. Uh, But the, the fact that you've got Little Witch Academia and yeah, Dragon's May, Crown Yeah, May
2: 15 Pro. is Dragon's Crown Pro. Uh, it Strange is? Journey. It's
0: yeah. It's... Alice is putting two games out on the same day, and then Little Witch comes along, and they're both, like, okay, so... yeah, 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 yeah you're Crown. right,
2: yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: oh my god because little witch academia people don't know that's also a side school and beat them up (laughs) so with rpg stuff in it so it's just like dragon's Crown. this is may is getting kind of stupid now (laughs) it's i don't know uh oh yeah i totally forgot legend heroes trails of cold steel 2 kai was coming out the end of april that's weird all right but yeah uh that's that's that was announced finally we got a date for that and I'm, i'm hopeful to have more to share about that but it's kind of funny that it was the German PlayStation blog because there's a lot of German stuff in that series, so that's kind of funny. Um, let's move into the next piece of news that we've got here. It's actually kind of a big one, and James, obviously, you can speak to this. Monster yes. World—they uh, finally revealed their screen update news, uh, which is dated for March 22nd, which is <laughs> the next Thursday. So, uh, how 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 big is this? This seems pretty substantial.
4: I'll say that it's. Both bigger in some ways than I expected and smaller in some ways. Hmm. So, the only new monster we're getting right now is Devil Joe. And he seems to be pretty substantial in the, in the sense that, from what we can tell, he's probably going to be a, uh, at least the event quest where you first fight him is going to be a Hunter Rank 50 requirement, which means you're going to have to be pretty far into the game to be able to hunt him. And, you
2: have to Hunter Rank 50?
4: There is an event quest on the event quest schedule right now that's HR fifty that very that comes out the same day that he's first available to hunt.
2: Oh fuck! Okay, I'm like ten ranks away. Well, I
4: have been hearing rumors. I'm not sure if this was official or not. Maybe Kazuma has heard and she can. Uh, he can say something. Sorry about that. That's so bad. Um, that he might be available in any high rank hunt. Um, kind of like. Uh, Basil Guse is right now? Something like that?
1: Uh Yeah, they mentioned that he would be actually, like, kind of roaming around. Um, That he'd yeah. be able to, like, go through certain maps. But I'm not sure on the specifics about that. I just kind of remember, I just remember it being mentioned really yeah. brief oh, during bro, the stream. I'm just
4: not sure exactly. if you, you can see him outside of his event quests. I'm just not sure what the requirements for that are. Okay, so okay, look, no, have... um,
1: it's, uh, it's high ranking. Hi, any high ranking mission.
4: So uh, I was right. So basically, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, in fact, there's I believe there is a turf war between the two of them, Devil Joe and Basil Goose. So,
2: okay, so so that's kind. It's of, kind of run down. So we have uh, this big spring update thing coming. The Monster Monster Hunter World uh, coming the March twenty second. Of course, as you mentioned earlier, Devil Joe uh, is coming as a free. There's a free update. Uh, with new weapons and armors for off of Devil Joe's materials, they also, uh, you know, announced a lot of like uh, buffs and fixes for all the weapon types except like Bogan, uh, long bogen, and I think it's both Bogans. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but not, nothing's really getting like nerfed, essentially.
4: Um, yeah. yeah, it seems well, like from what I've heard that almost every melee weapon is getting a buff in some way, but the ranged weapons aren't.
2: Okay. And also the the big one for a lot of people is they're finally uh, allowing you to uh, custom fully like re your character with this hunter's grooming ticket
4: oh, good. item. Good. Yeah, so awesome. so instead
2: of just, instead of just like just tweaking your eyebrows or hairstyle, you can uh, after consuming this ticket, you could do whatever you want with your character, like remake your character. You can even change the sex of your character, so you can go from female to male and vice versa. If you wanted to check out like you know the armor sets and what they look like at the with the other sex. And also, um, this Hunter's Grooming Ticket, they're only going to give everyone one uh, as of this updated, and future ones you'll have to pay for with real money. Um, as of the time being, uh, there's no uh, announcements on what kind of price they're going to uh, put on that. So if anyone uh, wants to remake their character, make sure that you really want that new look, because you cannot do uh, recustomize them again without actually spending real money.
0: Yeah. And also, Which is, the, shit, I don't like that idea at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
2: not a big fan of that, but at least they're giving them an a, a option. And also, um, just miscellaneous things like reducing load times. A big one for a lot of people, a lot of multiplayer groups, is now after each hunt, they're going to give you the option to return to the Gathering Hub. And the Gathering Hub was the only place where you can see other player characters uh, before going into a mission.
4: Yeah, um, we don't have it listed here, but there is also a secondary update that's coming in April. And it's supposed to be some sort of spring festival where pretty much every single event quest is going to be available for you to do during a certain period. And then there's going to be all sorts of other things, like the Gathering Hub is going to be spring themed. There's going to be a lot of flowers and whatnot. And even the quest receptionists are going to have different outfits and whatnot.
0: Oh,
2: cool. Cool. When you say that all the event quests are going to be available, are will they also reintroduce like the ones that
4: uh, were in Horizon Zero Dawn that people? I do not know about I that. So. I, I think they said that there were some slight exceptions, but pretty much all the big ones. Like if you've been playing the game for the last couple of weeks, you might have noticed that there have been these event quests where you can hunt like five or four monsters at once, and they had a higher chance of giving you the crowns which are necessary for the trophies or achievements. And so those sorts of quests, stuff like that, are going to be available. And I do believe the Mega Man Palico quest is going to be happening concurrently or something like that.
2: So I'm, there's, like, I'm there's kind of like a you... big
4: celebration again. Like, can, yeah.
2: if, if you took a break from Monster Hunter World, like, if this is the time to get back in.
4: Don't quote me on the Mega Man thing. I je- I'm assuming because they showed it they showed off that event quest at the same time they were showing off the gathering hub changes. So I might just be confused, but yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be pretty cool. All right, yeah. At least like outside of the hunter's grooming ticket, all and like obviously the gestures and whatnot.
4: Um, oh my god, everything, all everything is free. Gestures—they over the top. <laughs> all <Yeah>. the dances. <laughs> That's
2: good. And also, the the uh, they also announced that uh, Monster Hunter World is going to have a collaboration with Devil May Cry. Uh, there's going to be a work a Future little similar da- to featuring
0: Dante from Devil May Cry, yes. Yes,
2: exactly. Uh, it's, it's, look the outfit is like DMC1 Dante. It's going to function a lot like the Street Fighter one where you do these event quests to unlock his armor set. It's all going to be like an all-in-one bundle deal. Kinda and like, I'm you know, assuming
4: re-use it's going to be also like the Street Fighter 5 one, where if you want to get the gestures for him, then you have to pay for them, yeah. which I'm fine with that.
2: And it looks like uh, like the the weapons are the Charge Blade, I believe.
4: Yeah, it looks like the Charge Blade. Kind of seems like a bit of an odd option to go for, for Dante's sword. I feel like... The long sword would have fit better, but
2: eh. <laughs> it, it looks nice. Looks stylish. So you guys should uh, check out the trailer. It lo- the, yeah. Whoever made that trailer was fucking spot on.
0: It's yeah. awesome. They, it's uh, they know they're Dante. <laughs> uh, yeah, so awesome. And and, uh, that's, did, they, yeah.
2: Uh, did they announce a
4: release date for that, or did they just said it's happening? uh I do not know if they announced a release date. I don't think they
2: did. <laughs> okay if not do. then not
0: Sorry. yeah I don't think I don't think they did I think they just said that there would be a collaboration coming up with details soon if I'm not mistaken cool awesome so yeah that's that's big news for months on the world obviously it's still pretty substantial uh like there's still a huge community of people playing that game and so it's still a great time to be jumping into that um Especially with all the content we've got on our site to help new players uh, who aren't uh, familiar with the series at all, or need some help just trying to start things up, or high level content as well, we've got plenty of that on the site too. So if people need some guides, be sure to look those up. Uh, James, I know you've been working really hard on that as this Cosmo, so awesome. Um, yeah, and then we've got some. We only got a few more pieces of news here. Uh, not a whole lot to discuss this week outside of a lot of localization announcements and such. Um, but we've also got uh, Fate Della Link added a new yeah. servant.
2: Yeah, uh as uh, uh, people uh known uh Fate/Stella is getting a sequel called Fate/Stella Link. Uh, uh this is kind of the the Fate game that came out uh early last year that had like the Dynasty Warriors style uh kind of combat. Uh over the past few weeks they've been kind of uh touting hey like all the the base roster from the first Fate/Stella is coming back. Uh, obviously the the big allure of this one from the get go, is like improved visuals, combat, and whatnot. Like it looks way better. So now they're starting to roll out uh, some of the more new characters. And the, and the first character that they announced is Robin Hood uh, of the Archer class. He's from Fate Extra originally. Um, people who've been following the Fate Extra anime adaptation called Fate Extra Last Encore, uh, you know, uh, are very familiar with Robin Hood. They went over some of his episodes, and it looks it looks good. Um, they'll they'll be announcing a, a new character weekly. And whatnot. So, hoping if you have a favorite, better cross your fingers that they're in. So, it, it could be anyone at this point. um But there, there's not a whole lot of news yeah. out of that. It's coming out in uh, early June, I think June seven in Japan. There's no um announcement of a localization yet, but I'm sure chances are pretty good.
0: Yeah, I heard it did pretty well, even like on the Switch. Of
2: course, that it did yeah, really well that's there. right. It came out on three platforms: PS4, PC, and Switch. And Switch had all the DLC from the get go as well. So. It looks like, you know, I think that there's a strong chance we'll see an English version of that.
0: Yeah, I mentioned it pretty well, though, too. Like, I heard, like, a story recently about, like, this indie developer that uh, they were barely making any money on Steam and then they put their game on Switch and it sold, like, 20 times the amount. In, oh, yeah, like, that world was world.
2: Uh, Blossom Tales, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it yeah. just goes to show, like, a, a platform like that uh, that's still pretty people are excited about. But, you know, it just means that... Um, there's a pretty strong chance they can localize this game mm-hmm, based on yeah. the success of the first one. I'm sure, like it did great across all the platforms it came out on, it. and I'm sure there'll be like multiple editions like before. Um, yeah, hopefully, hear about that soon. And of course, we've been posting that stuff on the site too. Uh, then we've got the first signs of the Shimagami Tensei Liberation DX2 coming to the global market. People who don't remember, that's the mobile game they announced uh, last year, and it came out in January in Japan. Yes, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's. That's uh, that's a gotcha game, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a, yeah, totally
0: yeah. a gotcha game, totally a gotcha game. But yeah, that's that's. I think they were teasing that a bit ago about the possibility of it being localized. Yeah, in US, but now yeah, this is it, it, was
2: like, it, was like, it was more. Yeah, it was more like a one sentence. It's like, oh yeah, I, th- I think we're planning let's we're gonna uh, yeah, it's like a at least to the worldwide market. It was like, it was it was never like a guarantee. It was like more like a quarter like kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like okay, but they finally uh, have like an official Facebook page for it. And saying, hey, stay tuned, you know, we're gonna have more news for this quote unquote global market. You know, the it's the English version that, you know, all like SMT fans have been waiting for keeping their eye on this. Um so we'll see, we'll see when it comes out. Uh hopefully, you know. I I'm I'm really interested to see what people's reception of it is uh in the overseas market. It's yeah. a very, very weird
0: game. It's kinda <laughs> funny. Weird. It's it's funny that you know people are thinking about that. It's like when you th- I actually celebrated its birthday today, but like the very first Shin Montgomery Tensei game, the only time we ever got to, like the first time it was ever localized was four years ago and that was for the mobile release of that game. So like oh, yeah. there's a history a little bit of that, uh being on the mobile platforms, you know. It's not like it's a fresh new thing for them. Uh not that people should think that way, but that's like that's how we've usually gotten some of these games, uh and so, I don't know what the reaction to that game will be, but hopefully we'll hear something from that soon. Uh, mm-hmm. And lastly, we've got uh, Geralt of Rivia. Aside from the fact he's going to Nendoroid, apparently, which I saw today, uh, he's also uh, going to be showing up in Soul Calibur Six. Uh, they announced yeah. that, and funny enough, they also showed the box art. It's going to be on there as well. Uh, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's he's been announced as part of that uh, that game. Which you know, it was kind of weird I, when they announced that. I know some people got up in arms, which shouldn't have been because like. That's the same it's series. There's like the most that, natural uh, fit ever. Yeah, it's it's the it's the most natural cameo you can have because uh you know for a series that gave us like Spawn and Yoda and Darth Vader for that stuff it's like you've got a character who's from a fantasy land has a history of beating up monsters he's got he's got a connection to Bandai Namco the the makers of this game of the series really uh and like the fact that he's he's like the cameo he's like one of the most natural fits for that series yeah. yeah. How can it's you forget it's Western? The, the... It's not a Japanese character, maybe that's why. But I know that that game did really, Witcher three did really well in Japan, so it's got an audience there too.
2: How can you forget that that Star Killer, the son of Darth Vader, Star um, Killer? It
0: that's right gone. from like a Star Wars. <laughs> was it uh, unleashed? the Force unleashed? A Force unleashed. Yeah. yeah, that also the one who held his lightsaber like backhand style. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you could like like control everything in the environment like throw doors at people and shit no oh, I,
2: I remember he had like a really dumb move of like uh, jumping in the air and then uh, doing like a kind of lightning strike from the air diagonally down yeah
0: like you can throw your lightsaber around i think that's yeah what, that was also like in jedi academy and all that stuff but, but, anyway, but Geralt
2: is ex- exactly how you you would think he would play as in here he has his uh, little uh sword uh, dancing style kind of the overhead swings uh very mobile he has his signs Looks
0: awesome <laughs> I love yeah, like it, they do, They took the over-the-top mechanics that are familiar with the Soul Calibur, with like the everything's got like light elements on it, and like he's got uh, superpowers pretty much at this point. It just looks cool. He looks awesome. Uh, like he
2: always all I really want was uh, was what kind of crazy dumb uh, writing or plot uh, did they like devise for him to get into the Soul Calibur universe? Because it's like the cameos have always had these little side plots of why they were involved. Yeah, that, that's kind of like the most intriguing part about this. Not, only it's the, not, what not what always great. Are, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not always great, right? Like I think Link is just like he just fell into a portal or something. Yeah,
0: that's. I think I think you're right. Like I think it's just something very basic like that because they just said, "Well, he's he's a camera. We don't really need to yeah. focus on this. story." <laughs>
2: Hopefully, I kind of just see if he will they'll kind of do have a bigger role in the Soul Calibur 6 plot I it's, would love that
0: it's funny because at the time Hiachi was such a better cameo he's so much more fun to play than some of the other characters although with oh, like, yeah. you could, like throw grenades and like throw your boomerang and shit it was kind of stupid as well but yeah I, I, people ta- shouldn't take Soul Calibur seriously you know that's no. that's what I'm saying no. Just give it up guys give it up uh, but yeah, that's that's awesome, and like I said, it's he's on the box art, so I'm sure like even a lot of Witcher fans that like don't buy that game simply for that, and that's just how it is. I don't know any Star Wars fans that got it for Soul Calibur for their cameos, but you know,
2: I still have a a, a Soul Calibur shirt uh, that came with the called Soul Calibur 4 Collector's Edition, and it has Mitsumugi <sighs> and Darth Vader on it. Oh my god.
3: I like using Darth Vader for what it's worth. It I was it a pretty true.
0: Yeah, so you want know to think Yoda was kind of overpowered because he was so small that you could, like, it was hard to hit him. <laughs> so Yeah. Had, like, like he it was an odd job in Goldeneye or something. Pretty much. Yep, so exactly. I think he's he was probably banned from competitions because of that stuff, too. But yeah, uh, as with yeah. most DLC characters. Finally, finally, like
2: a like a decent cameo character that fits. I think the, the other one that really only almost kind of fit was Ezio in the last one.
0: Oh my gosh what was the what was the game that had um kratos uh from god of war
2: well the psp one i think yeah Imagine the psp soul caliber game i think
0: god, you just think about the history of that series. It also had like a free to play version. Like you don't remember these things oh, yeah. until long yeah. after it. It's and there was like that weird action game that you ran the around. The Wii game. Oh, the Wii game. Oh god, that's. We had to
3: take care of these rolling boulders and logs or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm just that's to understand. say, like,
0: I'm glad Soul Calibur's out and you know, uh, back to its true form. And you know, I'm looking forward to it because I, I used to really play a lot of that game, especially like three. I played a ton of three, so hopefully, hopefully, that'll be somewhat good. But yeah, that's cool. And that's it, actually, for the news for the week. Uh, And that's it for the podcast. So let's move into what you guys can find us at. You can always find us on RPGsite.net. You can also find us at RPGsite on our Twitter account. You can also find us on Facebook, on facebook.com, such RPGsite.net. Our YouTube channel, youtube.com, such RPGsite.net. Our iTunes, you can find us on iTunes, your favorite podcast app. Just search for TetraCast while we're on there. You can also find us on Discord. Uh, our permanent link is discord.me, such RPG site. And lastly, we'd like to share where you can find us on uh, Twitter. So where can they find you, Josh? You can find me at hdkiren, H-D-K-I-R-I-N. And Kazuma? Uh,
1: you can find me at Justice Kazzy. just K-A-Z-Z-Y underscore.
0: Thank you. James?
4: You can find me at sweet, at T-H-E-S-W-W-E-E-T.
0: Great. Uh, and Adam? You can find me at A.M. Reese, R-E-E-S-E. And you can find me at Zachary. So that's it for our March 17, 2018 edition of the TetraCast. It's kind of hard to say that date. I don't know why, but it is. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we'll be back next week for yet another edition. Another edition. Uh, not too sure what else is going to be announced this week. It'll probably be a lot of backlog talk, but we'll get to that. So thank you. There Actually, we, there's like a Nintendo Indie showcase coming up this week. That's We oh, might yeah. talk about that, actually. Nindies, it's, Nindies yes. That'll be up uh, in a few days. So we'll probably be talking about that. But well, I'm sure we'll have plenty of else to discuss. And I'll be discussing more Nino Kuni, too, I'm sure, too. So thank you all for listening. Catch us next week for yet another edition of the TetraCast. Bye, everyone.